0: What's up, what's up, what's up? It's the one and only Millionaire, and we are back with another episode of Who Are You? Today we're going to talk about, in, in the words of Cardi B, top Billboard 100 song, money. We're going to talk about that. Because I'm, frankly, I'm about tired of this shit. I'm about tired of looking at the damn stocks. Looking at Bitcoin, looking at stuff like that, all forms of currency, USD, and looking at the debt that we have in our country, the national debt. I am tired of seeing the national debt keep going up while we just keep spending and keep spending and Bitcoin is going down. When you're investing in Bitcoin, invest in Bitcoin. I give you a dollar. I give you two dollars. Every day I see my stock go 175. I mean, initially within the first... When I first fucking invested into Bitcoin, I just wanted to see what it would do, you know, for $2. That shit was at a, it was at a, um, fucking, it went down to like 175 or 180 the first initial time. I'm like, really? Really? You know? So I'm just like sitting here like, all right, Bitcoin, I thought you guys were a solid investment. Psych. Granted, it's $2. I'm just testing the waters. Just wanted to see what was going on. I just want to be able to watch, watch the percentages and shit like that. And, you know, last year, this time last year, Bitcoin was up very high. Now, it doesn't seem profitable to have it. It's lower than the actual dollar. Which is sad. At the end of the day, currency is built off the barter system. At the end of the day. They give you a piece of paper, which is a receipt of currency... That's basically what we call a note. Bonds are notes gathered together. That's my interpretation of it. Bonds are a certain amount of notes that are... Accumulated together. First it gives you a bond. It could be a $1,000 bond. You know, it's one piece of paper that equals a thousand... Of notes. Of $1 notes. You get what I'm saying. At the end of the day... All of this... All of this shit you hear. Money, 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 money. This fucking paper... That we sit there, we write on other papers. This paper isn't worth shit. When the economy crashes, it will not be worth shit. We'll be sitting here piles of money. Piles of money. Sorry. Let me put that bitch on vibrate real quick. We'll be sitting here with piles and piles and piles of money. That was a bill notification, by the way. And at the end of the day, it may not be worth nothing if the economy crashes. They don't even want us to have paper anymore. They want us to have... They were trying to do the Amero at one time. I think they they just they ignored that shit. They're like, fuck it, we're just jump ship. They want us to have that damn RFID chip in our hands. So that we can have that money online. That digital money online. You ever wake up every day... Check your bank account because you know when it refreshes. Mine refreshes about 9 o'clock. You know, that's when I know when all the money, all the transactions have gone through, blah, 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 usually. Um, when stuff usually it's cleared. So, I go check my account, see these bills. And you're like, damn, the number before I went to sleep last night, the number was, let's just say the number was 1,000. After 9 o'clock, the number is 650. Then you start looking through all the transactions like, God damn, I didn't know that bill was coming out today. Well, I did, but I forgot because they notified me seven days ago or 10 days ago or it's on autopay, blah, 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 So you're sitting here like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What? All this micro billing in gaming, all this stuff, everything revolves around money. We wake up. Just think when you were a child, you didn't think about money. You didn't understand the construct built around money. You didn't understand that everything your parents got for you was with money. You didn't understand that they woke up every single day, got ready, fed you. If you had daycare or something like that, they paid the people in daycare to take care of you, the child that they had because they wanted to have sex. So, and having a child is what, 30 some thousand off the back? If my numbers are correct, just to pay the hospital. They're already in debt because they had a child. They had sex. They're in debt. You know. So from there, you keep I'm going on a tangent. I don't give a shit. You're gonna love it. So you have your child. Thirty-some thousand dollars if I'm correct. The numbers if I think the numbers right. That's all insurance right there. They're paying that shit back. They're gonna pay some they're gonna pay this shit back. Mm-hmm. Now, every year I don't know who this is. Decline, no calls. So, you're going through all of that. Next thing you know, here you go. They get taxes come around first year. They get to claim you. They get some money back, you know. Now, depending on if you're broke or you're rich, broke people, more well, people, lower class or middle class, they get to take that money. What is it, 3,200, 3,600, something like that for each child? They take that money and you know buy a car with it you know cars really make, if they didn't have a car, I mean you know down payment you know hopefully get that nice car payment hundred something dollars you know what I mean put them in a better situation, but at the end of the day that's a lump check at the end of the day, but through, throughout that whole year they spent way more than that, you know I'm going no change you trying to say that from the dawn from the day the moment, the second millisecond you opened your eyes. Or even existed in their uterus. You've been incurring debt yourself. You yourself, as a child, you've been incurring debt. Your parents have been spending money on you, investing in you for so long. You come out the womb. Hopefully, they get wicked some type of financial aid. And if they're well off, then they don't need financial aid. But you're incurring debt. They're spending money on you. You don't have to spend you don't have to get back. It's not a loan to you. Mm-hmm. That would take away the argument of debt, but to me it's still debt. Mm-hmm. When someone's money is spent on you, it is debt because now you owe. As a child, you will owe. Because you know what happens? When they get old, they turn into a childlike state as well, where they can't take care of themselves. So what happens? They um hopefully your retirement handles it or the insurance handles it. But other than that, now you are liable for Taking care of them until they pass. And hopefully you're not a scumbag and leaves them alone. They did all of that shit to help you, like good parents. They did all that shit to help you all the way up. Hoping that you would turn into something and at the end of the day you will be able to take care of them. And then you have your children and hopefully the cycle keeps continuing and everybody keeps going. Hopefully, life insurance kicks in, and you get some good money on top of that, and you keep going, and you keep going, and keep going. I advise everybody who can do it, take a million dollar, uh, what's the name, uh, life insurance check out, if you can. Because it will help you in the end, if I'm correct. Sometimes, some insurance companies just, they don't cut the check for a million dollars. They'll just give you uh, enough for the fine, enough for all debt that you incurred at um, funeral expenses, and leave it at that. Hopefully, they just give you a million dollars million dollar check, you do what the fuck you want with it. Because that's what you paid for. The right to have that check. When you, when somebody dies. Especially of natural causes. um, A natural death. What I'm saying is, it's death. This shit right here. You don't even know what number bill this, what, what note this is. You don't know. You're hearing it. You don't know. You just know it sounds like money. You hear it. You You're thinking about money now. I want money. I want money. I want money. Make it rain on you right now. You don't even know how much I'm throwing on you. It could be a dollar. It could be hundreds. It could be a five hundred dollar bill. You don't know. At the end of the day, these stocks and bonds. We don't get taught this shit in school. Some of us do have heard had had accounting classes. I wasn't one of them. It wasn't offered to me. I never saw one. I had e economics. And what you think economics would teach you accounting, would teach you how to buy a house, would teach you how to go out and build a resume and find a career, find a job, you know, and go and go out into the world, make this money and be able to invest it into something because it's investing is part of economics, investing into something. No, was not taught that. I was not taught that. All I was warned was you're going to get credit cards in the mail for the moment you turn 17. Not 18, which is legal. 17. By the time that you're about 18, you will have credit cards sent to you. And you should reject them. That's what I was told. You should reject them. Or don't abuse them. Gotta, got Unfortunately, I had to deal with an unfortunate situation that happened when I was 17 around after Christmas. In which I had to be incarcerated. And be- being that I was out on bail on that situation... After being in there for like two weeks. Or a week. No, I was in there for a week. In jail. Because of a racist man. Yes, I am a victim of racial uh, racial profiling. And a, race, uh, a racist. Yes, so. You know, life's been screwy ever since. Because New York State does not forgive. Nor. New York State does not let. Uh, ex-cons. A.K.A. felons. You know, earn their right back to be. Civilized, considered to be civilized people. No, they demonize you the moment that crime happens and you are convicted. They demonized you from that day, therefore. So, therefore, every time you see that thing on the paperwork, have you ever been convicted of a crime? You're like, damn, my chances of me finally getting up there, finally getting this particular type of job, it's now down to like 10% to 20% from where it was in maybe 80, 90 Anyway, I digress. So, they didn't teach teach me. Now, my grade point average was about 3.6. That's my GPA. That's what it was. Same thing in college as well. I had an associate's degree in multimedia and design, in which I do not use. I use it for personal gain, but I did not use it as a um, career. I mean, I try to use it as a career. There's a lot of competition out there. The field is not lucrative. You can't, It's barely. It's very hard to find a job being a graphic designer these days. You know what I mean? You got to make money where you can make money. But anyway. So, did not teach economics properly. All I did was learn fucking current events every day. That's all I learned. I did not learn how to balance a checkbook. I did not learn how to budget. I had to learn that from my, my mother. I did not learn anything significant in these classes that were called economics pig, or whatever you want to call it you know academics did not teach me that. Uh, let's see, I think chemistry is the only other thing other than math, if you learning algebra algebra is not like who fuck uses algebra outside of school please let me know I'm trying to find a situation where I use algebra multiplication and division fractions, stuff like that, yes For algebra, no so what I'm trying to tell you is how your life is so as you grow up, you're still incurring debt, 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 debt. 17, 18 get credit cards. Me, I screwed up because I had to go away for uh about twenty-one months. I did twenty-one months, that's with good time included. It's two years. Um and for those who are sarcastic, I had twenty-four months. I had three years, three uh three months of good time. So good time credit that gives me twenty-one months. That's my math. Stupid. Uh stupid and the words are six nine. But at the end of the day. I, I, you know, I, I maxed out my credit cards. Yes. Yes, I did. And I just went off. You know, did my thing, whatever. Came back. You know, I got messed up credit. um, Because I had a parent that, you know, likes father. I had a parent that likes to, uh, you know, have bills in my name. You know, stuff like that. I did not pay them on time. Did not do his job. Did not handle his business. So... At the end of the day, I had a person that was uh, influenced my credit to be horrible. So, ever since then, I was fighting to get good credit. Well, I wasn't fighting to get good credit until, like, years later. But at the end of the day, I started out with bad credit. Mm -hmm. Some of you guys are very lucky to have good credit. I wish I was you. (laughs) My credit is about average. Right about now. But I digress. So, 18, you get credit cards. Whether you fuck it up or not. I mean, I'm going to let you know how you should be. You should be building. You should be building your credit from there on. Have a job, you know, building credit, building trust. Credit is trust. So you're building that out so that you can have good credit. Because those who have good credit can do what they want in life, mostly. You can get what you want. I would open up a business in my name. I mean, in your name. That's what I'm saying. Open up a business in your name, an LLC. Open up something that allows you to open up a business credit line. So now you have two credit lines and allows you to conduct business under that name. So if there's anything that you would like to buy, computers, et cetera, et cetera, you can write it down as a business expense. Yes, you can learn this over time. This is not taught to you in school like that. Something that you need to learn at an early age, because if you know this stuff, if you know this, you will be successful because you have funds. Having money allows you to do a lot of things in the world. Not having money allows you to do nothing but stress not having money. Um, so, after that, let's just say you didn't do any of that. So now you have depth. So now you're like, oh, let me go to college. They teach you 12 years high school, graduate college. Now, when I was growing up, I was taught, hey, listen... Um, your first year in college, you don't know exactly what you want to do. You think you do. You know, so you take that. You take some other courses or certain things that you have interest in. And after one year, you figure out what's going to be your major. You go get a bachelor's. Degree. Yes. So it's like, all right, that's stupid. It's stupid, stupid, stupid. You should know the. You should know what you want to do when you first go in there. Your first year, you have already incurred so much, so much debt. It's ridiculous. Just think about how much it costs in a, in a school. A lot of people spend 20000 a year on, on, uh, on tuition, room and board, living expenses, shit like that. You got to pay this stuff back, people. You have to. These grants that you get, that's fine and dandy. That's free money. But that other shit, everything else, is debt. Debt, debt, debt. It hurts. Because later on, you're working. This one saying you're incurring this money system is rigged. It is rigged. If you do not do it the proper, somebody does not teach you the proper way. When you are a youth, you will grow up in debt. You will grow up working. You will grow up living to work, not working to live. Get what I'm saying? I'm trying to teach you this. I hope you hope you grasp it. So now. You're walking around, now you're walking around the school, you're having fun, you're spending your little bit of money here and there on beer, alcohol and stuff, just trying to have fun, you're experimenting with drugs, you're experimenting in college, most women do that. Um, you're over here working very hard working, working, very hard academically, some people don't earn successful academically and it just it doesn't work out for them, but then you get your degree, your associates or your bachelors, maybe you had a work study program, which is good, having a work study program is good. But most people are busting their ass, working outside of being a full-time student to make money. You know what I mean and, and, it's, and it's very difficult, it's very stressful. So at a young age, by what 18 to 20, 24, they even at 26 sometimes like you're, you're in school, you're in school, 22 to 26. You're, in, you're sitting there that's when you graduate, that's your graduation period. Now, hopefully, what you went to school for and got a, got a degree for, you are now, hopefully, now you are in that career field. Was it 80-some percent are not in their career field? Most people are going back home to live with their parents because they cannot afford to pay for the student loans which are deferred for six months after graduation. They cannot afford can't afford to live on their own. Horrible. I feel sorry for those in New York City. I do. I really feel sorry for them. G- Got to live in a shitty apartment and become accustomed to living in shitty apartments. Not accustomed to anything else. Just accustomed to shitty apartments. And I'm not saying New York City ha- is all, it's all shitty because we already know there's some gorgeous places everywhere. You're accustomed to living in a low rent apartment, which allows you to become a part. Of a. Poverty. Economy. And neighborhood. Which allows you. To be. More. Susceptible. To crime. Yes. There's a different type of crime. That's called stealing. Breaking and entering. Robbery. All types of stuff. There is crime. Amongst. Wealthy. And rich people. But that type of crime. Destroys your life. Not physically. It destroys your life. Financially. And mentally. Because you think. So that some of these people are your friends, that they're your associates, that they care about you. They a lot of them don't. They are going to screw you as soon as possible and say it's just business. A stockbroker. I'm not gonna say it's so easy a caveman can do it. Because if it was, I'd be doing it. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is a stockbroker can see you can take your life savings. And go off at his hunch. Or how he reads the stocks. And invest it. And lose it in the blink of an eye. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. You just scream at him on the phone all you want. You said it was a good investment. You said I would make this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry the way the economy is. Sorry it didn't work out. Blah, blah, blah. blah." They blame the economy. Instead of blaming themselves for the opinion that they had. That was incorrect. Shall I digress. Now, you're doing all of this, college, you're finally done, now you're on your own, out there, maybe living, maybe living in a shitty apartment, because you're busting your ass working 40 plus hours, you're living, you're living to work. Because now you have to pay off this debt that you have, it could be 20000 $40,000, I know of people that have $100,000 worth of debt, I know, it's horrible, horrible. Now you're going to bust your ass. Let's just say you got out you got out with a bachelor's from 18 to 22. You get out with a bachelor's and something. And you're just busting your ass to pay off $40,000. That's giving you a $10,000 a year tuition, which is not likely. So you probably got $50,000. You're busting your ass to pay this off now. Working as hard as you can every single day. 40 40 hours keeps people afloat, usually to pay their bills. But the 40 hours doesn't work like that anymore. Now, everybody wants overtime. And the employers can't afford to give you overtime all the time. And then some can. Some want you to work overtime. Some want you to just do nothing but work there. Every single day. Can you work nine hours? Can you stay over? Can you you work uh, two more hours? Can you take it? Thank you. I appreciate you. It's like, hold on. Hire somebody else, hire another part time employee or something like that. Don't you want to make money? Yeah, I want to make money, but I don't wanna live here. If I'm going to be living at this this job, this in this building, this storefront, wherever I'm at, then you must pay me living expenses. You must pay me. Works cannot afford to do so. So what are you doing? You fucking live at work. You live at you live at work. That's all you do. It's killing us. Everybody is negative. People are going to work. There's some people that can still go out and party. But when you get around 30, you're you're, you're tired. You're tired of going out to party just to release the stress. Now you're like, I'm just going to go to fuck home. I'm going to work. I wake up every day. Get my kids ready. Whatever the hell I got going on. If you ain't got any kids, bless you. Um, And you just go straight to work. You go to work. Spend your whole damn day there. 8 to 10 hours, and what do you do when you get off work? You might have some errands to run, but most of the time people will go straight back home. No more, hey, I'm going to come over and hang out. Let's go play Spades. Let's play Domino's. Let's drink. Let's party. No, none of that shit. Going to work, and I go home, or I'm going to my other job. After I go home, I'm going to go to my, other, my, second, my second job that I have. Because you have bills. You're not even saving up to go do shit, and you, you're lucky enough to go get a goddamn vacation. And then everybody else is wondering, how the hell did he get a vacation? He must make some good money. Yeah. They're working their asses off to make it. Like I said before on another podcast, is that in my mind there's two ways of saving. Well, me and my friend have, have a dispute over this. There's two ways of saving. There's saving for those who don't have uh who don't really have make money like that. They put money to the side because they go without. And then there is saving for those who have money like that. You know, and they make more than they have. That's the type of savings I want. I want to make more than I actually have. Then I have to, I want, I want more incoming than outgoing. That's saving. To have more um, outgoing than incoming, that's debt. It kills you. you go going check to check. Living check to check is horrible. 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 I'm tired of it. This is what we have come to. This is what we come to in the economy. Most people are negative every day. They wake up. They wake up. Oh, I gotta go to work. Night before last, I can't stay up later than such and such. I gotta go to work. Or maybe I can. And then they wake up and they're fucking tired, exhausted, stressed out, et cetera, et cetera. They tired. Tired. We're tired of shit. Tired. We're fucking tired. We are tired. Um. With that being said, I'm gonna take a slight break and I will get back to you guys in a second. Okay, millionaires, we are back. I had to take a brief intermission, had some things to do to handle, some important things, had a couple calls. Um, so, what was I saying? People, dealing with debt. Now, at the end of the day, yes, you're going to walk with me. People, walk with me, walk with me. We're tired of working. We're tired of living to work. We're tired of waking up every single day to work. When is it okay to stop working? Some people have 20 years of working for an employer to retire. Some people need 30. Some people don't find careers until they're 35, 40. So they work until like 60, 70, and then they can retire, you know, because the economy is fucked, people, it's fucked. People are like, I know you're out there, speak for yourself, buddy, and some people are like, yeah, it is fucked, yeah, you're right, about times time somebody says this shit, I'm saying it, it's fucked. Insurance, health insurance is fucked. Spending all of this money in case something happens. Chris Rock said it perfectly. In case shit happens. Now, that is a good policy. Because at the end of the day, if something does happen to you, hopefully you are taken care of. But at the end of the day, they could just bill you. You know what I'm saying? It's basically like having a savings account. That health savings account, the HSA, is like having a savings account. That's what health insurance is. It's a savings account. In case shit happens, we got your back, buddy. It's like when the mafia was uh was harassing you. You know, that's how Obamacare and his fucking little shit with insurance felt for me. That's how it felt for me. When you're dictating, telling me, "Hey, you need to have health insurance." I don't care if you visit the doctor once a damn year, you better have health insurance because if you don't fucking have it, we're gonna penalize you anywhere. It's like, okay, what's the penalty? Three hundred. I think it then went to like five and then went up and up, up. It's like, all right. Well, I get back such and such of my insurance. I mean, my money, blah blah blah. blah. But eventually, what you what you do is you like, you know, what, fuck it. I gotta get insurance. They're telling me I gotta do it, so I'm gonna do it, and you do it. Uh, because you're being told to You're being forced to An insurance company To me is like Like that was like the mafia Back in the day When they used to run down Into these places Hey You know uh, You should have somebody To protect this joint Your body is the store mm-hmm. the, the, the vending spot. You should have somebody To protect this joint You know Why do I need that Because you know In case somebody comes in here And you know And here goes somebody in the background breaking something. You know, somebody might come in here and, you know, uh, start messing up your store. You know? They're like fucking virus. they come and start messing up your store and stuff. You know, you never know. Start fucking up everything in the store. Say, hey, all right, all right, all right. You know what I mean? You never know. Maybe bad guys come in here and do some things. We'll protect you. That's the insurance company. That's your policy right there. The mafia coming in and telling you. We'll fuck your shit up. You know what I mean? That's what that turned into. So now... If, what if for that whole year... With that policy that you got with that mafia... Nobody comes in and fucks your shit up. Because the only people that were gonna come fuck it up... Was the mafia. So... What happens? Now you're good. In case shit happens. That is what insurance is. They show you how much something actually costs in the medical field... Because the medical field keeps fucking going up too... Everything in healthcare is going up. We are being screwed, people. And then you got other countries. Well, we have free healthcare. People are like, oh, they got free health care over there. That's good. We should go live with them. We should have free health care. Bernie Sanders, help free health care. Okay, Bernie. How we gonna do it, Bernie? Bernie. We was knocking on the door? We were like, Bernie! Hello, how we gonna do it? Well, we're, we're, we're here, you. We want some free healthcare. Where you at? Where you at? What you gonna do? Well, of course we can't. I don't know what to, we, we can do. We can do it. I just, I don't see all the paperwork and all this stuff, so I can't just put a business plan together. Oh, yeah, Bernie? Okay. Well, since you don't know what you're doing, we're gonna dip out. You know? I don't even wanna get into a Bernie this category, I mean, situation, because at the end of the day, I would've fucked with Bernie. Bernie would've been better than Hillary and Trump, hands down. I would've took Bernie over and all of them. Fuck that. But it is kind of hard to choose a man that uh, didn't have a job for like 20 years, 30 years, something like that. You know, it's kind of hard to choose that guy. I liked his ideas. They were different. They were beneficial of the people who are were middle class and low class. They were not beneficial for those in that were wealthy and therefore he was taken out of position ASAP because the wealthy run shit. But anyway, like I said, so... The economy is screwed with that. You have insurance companies dropping out of this Affordable Care Act shit. Non-stop. Non-stop. Obamacare. That's what we call it. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. It's Obamacare. Not Affordable Health Care Act. It's Obamacare. So we got that shit going on. Um, you got the cost of... You got cars that used to be... Automobiles that used to be very expensive... Well, those luxury brands are still expensive, but you had what, what they had as luxury back in the day. Now you have it in your vehicle. It's GPS, that uh, this Bluetooth and all stuff. Now you have it at an affordable rate, but you don't know what's in those luxury vehicles because you're too busy looking at what's in this shit. So then, next thing you know, you get like this next car, and you're like, oh shit. They got the, the lane assist shit. They got the side mirror that lets you know when it's motion. They got cameras everywhere. They got all I got, they got front camera, back camera, all, all type of shit. Put my foot on the trunk, or as soon as I approach it, the trunk will open up. All types of fuckery. Heated seats, front, back, side to side, left, right. Everybody got their own air control. Got TVs, all type of shit. You got all this shit, push to start. You not even have to do that. You can do voice activation now. All types of shit. That's what these fancy cars got. That's what luxury is. But guess what? You wanted 50000 50 racks. One more. You're like, God damn, man. I'm just going to have to settle for the fucking Hyundai Sonata or the Kia Optima. You know what I mean? And then when you're looking at how much the Kia Optima is... I'm sorry, Kia. I'm about to shit on you. Because I, I like your cars. I always drive Kias. But at the end of the day, I'm about to shit on you a little bit. because um, I don't appreciate how, how much your cars depreciate that are like high-end vehicles. Your K900 is your high-end sedan. I don't understand how a a K900 loses value. I I get it how a car vehicle loses value as soon as you drive it off the lot. I get it. Which is stupid. It's stupid. Because at the end of the day, that mileage, that wear and tear I put on the vehicle should make it depreciate. Like, I'm leaving in depth. I'm getting a new car in depth. Like, in more depth than when I left. I put 3000 down. That's for taxes. Taxes. My credit better be 720 That's taxes. You know, that car costs money. Like the K900. like The Cadenza. Nice cars. The Optima Cadenza are about the same fucking car. Excuse my French. They're about the same car. I've driven both. Same year. And I'm like, this is the same vehicle. There's not a difference to me. And horsepower, maybe there is. But other than that, it rides the same. Maybe over time, it the vehicle degrades or something. I I don't know. But the K900 definitely felt different from all of them. But anyway, I'm just using that as an example. It's very difficult. This economy is very difficult. People are so negative now. You know, they've seen so many businesses fail. So many ideas fail. See, back, back in the day... My parents were younger, they didn't have internet. they just started getting cell phones. I mean like that stuff, the big block phones and stuff like that. they just started having that. they would pay phones, you know, stuff like that around, and my grandparents before that didn't really have pay phones like that. you know they had a house phone that was about it. It's the only way. My parents were younger, you know they they got pagers i had I had pager I had a pager when I was young too, um not that old. don't get it twisted. I'm an eighties baby towards the end of the 80s baby but anyway the economy is fucked they had less bills back then and they still did their little struggle they still struggle too I ain't gonna say little struggle but it's crazy now that they can admit that there's more of a problem now in the economy than it was before because there's so much micro billing so much I remember when AOL first came out everybody wanted it only the rich could afford it you know you had to pay for minutes and shit like that Somebody called the phone, the house phone. It would kick you offline. Annoying. You know, nowadays people can't survive or live or move or do anything without internet. I am one of those people. I need internet in my life. I need it. It makes me feel more comfortable and it helps me do things. It helps me outreach outside of my house without, you know, without leaving it. That's how I feel. I don't know how you feel. It's like smoking a cigarette for these people. It's a dick thing. It's a dick thing. I need this. I need this outreach. I need to be able to communicate with those around the world. Visually and vocally. You have that bill now. They didn't have that back then. Internet. You have TV. The bill on TV is ridiculous. They must watch TV. They love it. People love TV. I don't care for TV. I watch Netflix. I guess you can count that as TV. We're making excuses for it. That is not TV. Because TV is a scheduled program where you have to be somewhere. I don't like people telling me where I have to be. That's how we became. We're, they give us the, the the facade. They make us think that we're in control of shit. you are in control of TV. you are in control of that. You're not in control. Let me tell you one thing. You're not in control. You want to know? I tell you. I tell you, man. I tell you. Hulu, for example, I'm gonna give you an example uh Empire I like Empire a lot of people some people don't whatever they're homophobic whatever et cetera, et cetera. I don't care what you do um at the end of the day Empire comes on at what uh eight or nine o'clock on Wednesdays. Empire is not on Hulu until usually after twelve. nope that's a fire stick sorry fire stick usually at twelve or something like that. Or the day of Matter of fact I think some shit No power was like that What what I'm trying to say Is you have a scheduled program At 8 or 9 o'clock Hulu Doesn't have it on there Until such and such time So Now you know If you want to see the show And you're itching You're fainting Scratching your neck "Ah, I gotta watch it What happens You show up at the time That it's gonna be there Or you schedule a time For you to be there To watch it You schedule your programming now You are not in control. You could not watch it whenever you feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Unless you don't care about what you're watching, what you're viewing. Because if you don't care, then you can sit down whenever the fuck you want to after it's on. But it's not the same socially. Because now you got people telling you about something or talking about it and you are no longer in the discussion. Because you don't know what the hell you're talking about because you ain't see the shit. Get my point? It's like, come on. You think you're in control, but you're not. Drive off the lot, this is my car. Yeah, I just got a new car, everybody feeling it, uh, I like it. Instead of just making sure that you liked it, you be thinking, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, my people gonna love this car, I'm gonna be shitting on them, it's fire. Uh, I'm like, yeah. How much you pay a month for that shit? What is the stress you go through every day to wake up and pay for that shit? Huh? Oh, those new beer, new shoes that you want, those jeans, that shirt and stuff like that? Who are you wearing it for? You? You're not in control. You're not in control of this. I want you to take that shit away. Stop thinking you're in control. If you're in, I want you to control it. Fashion. Everything is a fashion. What you see on TV is fashion. It's programmed to you. Hey, you like this shirt? You like this Levi, them Levi jeans? What? this is how much we're selling them for. They're $40, $60, $80, $100. You want these $100 pair of jeans? We'll give us 100 now. Hey, guess what? We got a sale. 25% off. Here you go. $75 for these jeans now. Oh, this is a sale. This just was 100 last week. I'm going to get them now for $75. You are being controlled. Them jeans is probably worth... They're making a profit. They're just saying, you know what? We're going to lower our profit margin. And for that, it saves you $25 for something you want, that you've been programmed to want. Now, me personally, I choose Levi because I like Levi. I like the jeans. But if you show me a pair of jeans that I like as well, and they're more affordable, I will get them. Because I don't care about branding anymore. I shed that shit. I was a Jordan head. Now, when you see me now about, you'll be like, oh, all he does is wear Jordans and some Nikes. Yes, because that's all I have. But I haven't bought any Jordans in like a year. You know, I feel much better. Now, I'm starting to feel like I can sell my J's because I don't care. Others value them. Let me sell them to those who value. Where there is demand, you need supply. Now, I'm trying to say is you being programmed. People see these things, oh, they like this shit, and you think, oh, if I get that, they're gonna look at me like, oh, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Programmed. I want you to not be programmed. I want you to succeed. I want this to happen. Don't crucify the messenger. Hear the message. This is not 300. Even though that messenger in 300 did say some shit he shouldn't have said, but he's the messenger. Shouldn't have, have assaulted the messenger. In the way things were back in 300. But we ain't going that far. We ain't going there all that far. What I'm saying is. I could talk about this. That part. Because there's plenty of times where I sat there. And growing up in high school. And I watched. How. In the urban community. We valued so many brands. You know. We looked at all of these brands. Like oh my god. This is. Oh this is so. Like true religion at one time. Was a very. Was a big thing. A Nietzsche, Jabo jeans, that was before true religion. Um, you know, stuff like that. And we looked at it we looked at true Religion, like, oh my god, I gotta get these Dude, spend three hundred dollars on a pair of jeans. Yeah, hustling, doing what we gotta do to get this shit. Spend a hundred and something dollars on some uptowns or uh or some J's. You know. At one time I was an uptown guy, not a J person. You know, we spend all that money on that. You got the jeans, you gotta buy the shirt that matches, you know. You gotta be fleeting. Nice little dragon, you got the watch going. You know what I mean? Got the freaking bracelet, got the chain going. All of this shit. But guess who was the one that we were doing it for? Most men were doing it to impress men. Boys impressing boys. Pause. From New York, shine. That's how we get down. At the end of the day, we're doing it to shit on our competition because that's the masculine way men do. That's our testosterone. That's how we do. I got to be better than the next man. So I am more attractive. Than that man there. We were boys. We didn't understand that having a career. And getting all this money together. And all this shit. Money. Here it goes again. Money. Getting all this together. We didn't understand. May sound like I'm rambling. But I'm not. A lot of you will relate to what I'm saying. Spending all of this time. To get these outfits together. Just to be the flies. We broke. We broke. Broke a shit. Broke a shit. You ain't even know it. You ain't even know Because you're too busy investing it in clothes. That which don't retain value. Materials don't retain value. Things like gold. Stocks and bonds. Shit like that retain value. You know rich people. A lot of rich people don't even buy cars. I'm saying rich. Not wealthy. There's two different things. A person that's rich. do not even buy cars half of the time. They just lease them shits because they know damn well they're just gonna have it for that term and they're gonna get another one because there's not there's no sense in buying a vehicle when it loses money immediately they might spend a hundred thousand dollars on a vehicle they know as soon as they drove drove it off the lot this shit's worth 65 or seventy thousand. that is a big profit More that is, that is a big deficit like come on thirty thousand dollar change just because I drove it off the lot, twenty thousand, whatever, ten thousand that's a lot of money lost just because you bought something, you drove it off the lot, and you paid cash. If you lease it, you only got to pay maybe ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars, you know for two years or whatever. you got it for two years. It's gone, you know that's easy. It's better doing it that way. What I'm saying is as a young buck, we sat there and did that to impress people. You know, that didn't even need to be impressed. They're on the same level as you. We went, oh, I need some ass. I need some pussy, man. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. That's how you felt. That's what drove you. That's what drives men's sex. I don't know what the women were doing on this side. I'm not a woman. Maybe a woman can talk for them, can speak up for them. I don't know what the women were doing for them to make money. I have no idea. And I'm not going to slander you or just discuss you negative, but I will say one thing. I was tired of going out. Going out and about. And I got $200 J's on. $180, $160, $182 tax. Whatever that shit is. I'm, I'm rounding up. $200 J's on. And I mean the cheapest thing on you probably was your socks. <laughs> and back then I like Jordan socks too. Them shits was comfortable as hell. So you got the sneakers on. You got the J's on. You got some nice jeans on. Probably True Religion. Probably, you probably paid like $100 to $300 for them shits. Nice and smooth. and shits felt good. You got those on. You got probably a True Religion shirt, cause we we motherfuckers that want to match. We match like mannequins, uh, and then you got the other shit. You got probably got a, you had to fit. I had a fit. Fitters were back then. You had to fit it on all that shit, chain on. You know what I mean? Jewelry on everything. All this shit on. You probably wearing like a thousand dollars. You probably got a thousand dollars. Still broke. Still in with your mama, but you probably got a thousand dollar outfit on. And you going uh, going into a club, and, and shorty, shorty going on like. Maybe a hundred dollars. Maybe a hundred dollars. And we over trying to impress this. Like, hey. This shit backwards. This shit backwards. Why are we out here trying to impress the women all the time? Yeah, I'm a star. You need to fuck with me. I'm getting all this money. Look at me. I'm getting money. Shout out Cardi B. Cardi me mean, see she out there getting that money. What I'm saying is we went through all of that. To impress. It was backwards. A woman didn't have to impress. Her body was enough. Her face was enough. All she had to do was make do her makeup. You know what I mean? Her body was enough. We looking at that that booty, whatever. We looking at like, oh, I like it. You know what I mean? That's how it was. And that's how it still is to this day. But we didn't pay attention. We thought white people just had money. They were rich and all that shit. They wore these brand names and all that shit. They didn't have brand logos on them and shit going crazy. They just wore the outfit. Ralph Lauren, this levels to Ralph Lauren, this levels to Polo. The level we was on in poverty is the loud shit. The shit that's quiet costs way more money, and we think we stunting in our shit. Oh, look at my shit. I got this. I got England on. I got Germany polos on. All this type of shit. You never been there. The people in that country might not even like you. You know what I mean? You sporting that shit. They team and shit, whatever. The end of the day, what was that? Like, I'm not shitting on you ladies. I'm just saying I just know for a fact there was plenty of women wearing um shout out the store rainbow. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the other there was another store, I can't even remember the name of that shit. Um, you know what I mean? They they were going in there getting five dollars, ten dollar dresses. I know girls, I've known plenty of women that did that. They would go and get a five, dollars dress. Go in there with the... They got some shoes that came with pay less or some shit. Nothing special. No Louis Vuitton. None of that extra shit. They went in there and they got that shit. They went in there and dudes all over them. Oh, she bad as hell. Oh, ah, uh, ah, uh. ah. Like, you, ain't, you forgetting. You're not checking out what she wearing, though. You know what I mean? You're not checking out. And, and there's a lot, of fake, a lot of fake red bottoms out there, too. what I'm saying? Like, the men that's out there spending all this money just to look good. And a lot of women wasn't spending money on their outfits. You know what I mean? It, and it, it sucked. That's what I'm saying. That we we fucked up. The economy's fucked up. The programming is fucked up. Women. There's plenty of countries where women gotta impress men. Men do what they do. Women gotta impress men to get with that man. Not America. Nope. Not America. America. With the voice of Obama. We don't they, no, they're not they're not trying to impress us. When they do, they just impress with their body, how they dance and all that shit. Like we didn't invest our time into in, into women's minds and a lot of in a lot of areas at a young age, we didn't. We didn't. We just too busy. Really, we was all investing into their body. We don't want that body, huh? that booty nice. I need touch that. I need to feel that. Uh, like, yeah. I don't blame you for feeling that way, but you was programmed to feel that way. You was programmed. That's not how we should really feel. Spend too much time on this. On that subject. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. That back then. Women didn't have to impress. And it's still to this day. A lot of women don't have to impress. How many men out there. Man I'm talking to you. I'm still holding this money. How many men out there. Can literally say. Their inbox. Is being blown up. By women trying to get with them. Don't worry, I'll wait. I can say that we all see on social media, Facebook, Twitter, all that shit, we all see women talking about and complaining about how many men are in their DMs. Because it's been changed. It's ridiculous how many men are chasing Women instead of money. Every now and then you got these every here and there you got men that just chasing money. They are ignoring women because women follow money, and it should be that way. We should we should have been taught to not focus on women. Like yeah, that dude yeah like yeah he out there doing what he doing. He, he got mad women, but what is his life like? I mean like, you know what I mean like what is his life like? He got money in his account. What does the account look like? Oh, oh, he got like a hun. Oh, he got a couple hundreds in his pocket. What does his account look like though? Where he live at though? Oh, he live in the hood. Oh, he got he got a nice car outside. Nice car. What year is it? It's not new. It's about to be twenty nineteen. It's not twenty nineteen. Oh, oh, he got a twenty. He got twenty twelve. Twenty twelve Benz. Oh, okay. It's not a nineteen. No. Oh. He live in the hood. He don't. He don't live. He don't live out, don't live out in the burbs. No. Oh. Oh okay, that nigga broke. He broke, and don't try to tell me because it's affordable, because you're taking advantage of a system. If you're not paying for the actual rent on a daily, no, he broke. But that motherfucker that got like got he got that car that 2019, 2018, 2017 vehicle, fire. He got money in his bank account. He got a nice house and all that shit. He may not dress flam, he may not dress. He may not be dripping, all over the place, but his bank account is. Them stock, his investments is. His retirement is. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. We too busy. We was looking on show. We was looking for showmanship. We was trying to be show showoffs, showboats and shit, instead of just being, instead of just earning. And letting them people come, like letting women come to you. We too busy. Like. What the fuck? Like we we run around with everybody else's brands on, making them fucking rich. Motherfuckers was homophobic as shit. Hip hop was homophobic as shit. But at the end of the day, was wearing and promoting. And I, don't, I don't. I'm not saying this to offend you when I say this. Was was wearing a gay per a gay person a gay designer's clothing, and was disrespecting like crazy. Look it up. Look at the great designers that you think of. I'm not dropping no names, cause I'm not am not advertising no more. I'm not like they gotta cut the check for that shit for those brands. They gotta cut the check. I fucks with Levi, that's different. Levi works fucks with work, working class civilians and everybody else. They they fucks with all all around. Polo does too. But there's a lot of there's a lot of gay top brands out there. Designers, top brands, very expensive, nice nice linen, love it. Can't afford it. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not spending my money on that shit. And I'm still broke. Trying to pay car insurance. Trying to pay my rent. And all that shit. Renting is not the wave. Owning is. Owning is the wave. Like I said. If you were at a young age. 18 to 20 something. And you can make. Your credit is decent. And you can make a business name. I don't know what business you would choose. But if you can make, start a business. I have a business name and start a business and get credit for that business. You now have two lines of credit, a personal and a business credit. Your taxes will be diff will be harder. Not that difficult, but will be harder. But you will have two lines this, two lines of uh, credit. That's how you should be. They don't teach us that. You know why? Because most families that are in poverty can't teach you that because they don't have time for that because they're too busy living to work and not working to live. The person that puts his feet up on the desk, sitting at their corporation, doing nothing while everybody else out there is sweating balls just so they can get something done for their asses that are sitting in there looking through the window, making phone calls, negotiating deals. Like it's hard to negotiate a deal when you have the supply. It's not hard when you have a uh, a proven product and supply. It is not hard to negotiate deals. The only difference is, is changing the profit margin. You're either going to lose profit because, say something costs $10 to make and you want to sell it for 50 You want to sell it to the person who wants to buy it. You want to supply them for $50 a piece. Or at least 40 You know what I mean? So they can make their shit. But you'll sell it to them for $50 a piece. That's how much you want to sell. That's your profit margin. $40 profit margin. You want to sell it for $50. So instead of you... So you sell it, you're sell trying to sell it to them, and they don't want it for $50. They say, hey, listen, we'll do it for forty-two, fifty, or $42. And you're like, shit, that takes away my fucking profit. And you know what? We ain't going to do $42. i will give you $45. i will do it for $45. they are like, all right, you know what? 43 And you're like, I'll meet you at 44 That's it, low as I go. All right, deal. They just took $6 off your profit margin. Just took $6 off your profit margin. That's negotiation. It ain't that hard. It's not hard at all. You do it on a day-to-day with somebody. Like, come on. It's easy as shit. Somebody out there is in that freaking office right now, in that cubicle, wherever, wherever whatever the hell they're doing. Working their phones, sweating balls. Doing all of this stuff on ground level. While the other person just sitting there chilling. That's no offense to them. I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying. It, it's like you work, you, work your, you work your ass off. To get into a position where you don't have to work at all. So those people work to live. They're on vacation all the time. All this stuff. While everybody else is living to work. They're working to live. You get what I'm saying? The economy is fucked. Fault. What do we do? What are we supposed to do? What can we do to change? I'll put a, I'll put some. Uh, you know, maybe I do another. I do another podcast discussing the economy because the economy is a large subject. Discussing things, maybe I'll go into the house market, the home market, home ownership market. I'll go into the stock market. I'll do these things. Maybe I'll grow with you guys. We can all grow together. As I learn, you learn. You know? For me, I'm about to start college again next month. Again. My associate's degree didn't do shit for me. So now I'm, about to, I'm finding another field to go into. I won't discuss it just yet. A more lucrative... Because dis- I don't like clocking in. I want to work for self. I want to make money myself. But in order to make money, like Dame Dash was trying to have at the Breakfast Club, they were trying to say, where did you get the money to start what you started? You had to work for somebody. Somebody you worked for. There was somebody that was your boss that you made money for. Which is not true. But what are you saying? He's not comfortable having a boss. He's saying that he can work for it, but he's not comfortable having a boss. So he may have had somebody when he was younger, when he first starting out, that helped him out, but when he got, there, he got enough money to do something, he dipped off. I'm just saying he did that at a very young age. They were trying to argue with him. Like for somebody that's not very young. Whatever. They got to work to make money. He's saying don't be comfortable having a job. That's all he was saying. Don't be comfortable having a boss. That's all I'm saying. Some people would rather work for somebody. And some people... I'd rather have people work for them. I'd rather have people work for me. So, with that being said, people, I'd like to have um, a conversation. That's all it is. Let's have a conversation because the economy's fucked. Working for self is way more, how you say, way more beneficial you feel better about yourself because you don't have to clock in you do things on your time or when you have business deals etc etc because I know how you people are nowadays you nitpick on little shit you're so fucking petty you're going to take every little thing I say and you're be like well well you can't do things on your time because what well, you got to deal with somebody and they're only available at this time and blah 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 it's your time you don't have to show up for the meeting they be like hey listen we got to meet at 9 o'clock here at such and such a fucking Singapore or whatever Hey, you gonna make it? You gotta make it. You gotta buy your plane ticket and all that shit and make it there. It's a business expense. That's what the credit card's for. That's what the line of credit's for. But at the end of the day, say say it's like that. It's like, okay. Yeah, I can be there at 9 o'clock. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, such and such date, 9 o'clock. Yeah, I'll be there. Say you fucking the day before or something like that. You're just like, man, fuck that shit. I don't want to go to that shit, man. I'm good. You don't go. That's what I'm saying. You don't go. You don't make the deal. Now the person really wants to deal with you though, fucking make another deal with you. Like another time. That's what I am trying to tell you guys. That is the luxury worker working for yourself. Because you can get up in the morning and say, I don't feel like doing shit today. I'm going to take a day off. I ain't got to call nobody and tell nobody I'm going to be off today. Unless you're running a company. I'm going to be off. And if you're running a company, a person, somebody will call you. Hey, you coming in today? No. Well, you didn't let us know. I don't have to let you know. I'm the fucking owner. I have to let you know I'm coming in today. If I had meetings or something, that's one thing. But like, I'm the owner. Why am I telling you when I'm coming in? Like, you know, I can come in when I feel like it. It's my it's my company. I own it. You guys work for me. That's why I pay you guys to do the job. Duh. You get what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. It's been lovely. You're in the mind of millionaire. You get how my perspective on things. The podcast name might change to the mind of millionaire, something like that. But that would be M O M. I don't like that mom thing. It kind of look kind of kind of bad. It might just be M-M. I don't, I I I don't know. We'll figure out something. But till till then, you have just enjoyed and witnessed millionaire at his finest. And this was another episode of Who Are You. Have a good day.